Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and today I'm chatting with the magical Dawn Del Vecchio. Dawn is a priestess, best-selling author, retreat leader, astrologer, and activator of women. She mentors and initiates women into the mothership priestess lineage, and is the host and facilitating priestess for the upcoming Return of the Priestess online series. Welcome, Dawn. Thank you, Emmy. It is a joy and an honor to be here with you. Uh, it is such a blessing to have you with us, and I'm so excited to learn more from you today. Mm. I know there's loads of uh, things for us to talk about, so let's delve straight in. Okay. What does sacred feminine power mean to you? Mm. Yes, it's, uh, mm, it's many things uh, that have sort of evolved over, over time. I see it almost as a, a bouquet of flowers. So let me just tune into what that presence with it right now. Sacred feminine power is when we are able to deeply connect with our soul's sacred intent for our life journey and be in the space of heart and receptivity as we walk that path. Mm, that's so, yeah, thank you. So I feel in this sense, it's, it's not just for women, it's for men as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and certainly though for women who embody physically and walk in the vessel, in the vehicles, the mind-body vehicle of the feminine, uh, form at this time on earth, this sacred feminine power feels very important because it is the piece that's been missing in our world, bringing back the heart, bringing back the receptive, bringing back the, the, the perspective of contextualizing and inclusivity uh, and leadership from the center and standing in our power without having to climb over others that our, our ownership of our power is not about anybody or anything else. Mm. It's about our own energetic sovereignty, our own connection with our own needs and how we care for ourselves and therefore fill our cups to care for others. Mm. That resonates very strongly. Thank you for that, Dawn. Now, can you share one challenge that you have faced in your life that has helped you to activate the sacred feminine power that you so beautifully described in you and in your life overall? Hmm. Ooh, narrowing it down to one. I feel, Emmy, in some ways, my whole life has been a series of initiations to uh, bring me deeper into my own sacred feminine power and to really shed lifetimes of, of beliefs and separation and fear and difficulty. So, um, and, and disempowerment, I could say. Mm. So, uh, let me just tune in, uh, because there's, there's a number that are popping up and I want to be present and current, offer something current. Mm -hmm. Mm. I would say, yes, uh, to, to speak to the most recent challenge, we could say, is really stepping into my leadership as a priestess, 
as an activator of women. I have very much been someone, I've been on this path for 36 years as a priestess, as a spiritual woman, uh, but very much in, in the background, uh, not shining my light and um, just working very quietly with a few women at any one time and men sometimes. Uh, and this event that I'm putting on, the Return of the Priestess, has really required me to step fully into my leadership, both with the, the brilliant, amazing speakers, as well as the thousands of attendees, as well as my team, have onboarding enough team to handle it. And uh, one of the things that's happened is that um, I've had to, mm, I've had to face internal doubts, mm, self-judgment, um, questioning whether this makes sense, whether I'm worthy enough to shine my light and to stand fully in my authority, and to set clear boundaries too. Because uh, you know, when you lead and you really shine. There are those who want to just follow and glom on. There are those who want to take pot shots. And there are those who want to stand shoulder to shoulder with you and lift as, as we rise together. And so having discernment around that and lovingly sometimes cutting ties or setting boundaries without taking it personally, mm. I feel is a way that I'm stepping into this sacred feminine power, which is a power that honors everybody else wherever they're at without having to make other people wrong. Mm. Mm. Does that, I, I hope that makes sense. Absolutely. All of that makes a lot of sense. Um, I just wanted to ask another question in relation to the fact that you've been doing this priestess work for 36 years. Mm. Wow. That's a long time to be on your sacred path and, you know, the dedication and the commitment that's, that must take. Um, you must be very strong in your convictions. Yes. Well, I, sometimes when we have things imprinted very early, I think that's what happens. So, uh, you know, I, my journey began when I was 18 and, and I uh, was a single mother. I, got, I was pregnant, came home, gave birth to my son at home and got connected with a group of women where we became a, a circle of, we called it a coven of witches. At that time, we initiated ourselves as priestesses of the goddess. And my journey, of course, has been very winding. It's never a straight path. I've done many things. I spent many years as a martial artist and in the world of the warrior. Mm -hmm. But I always did my tarot. I always talked to the goddess, if you will. I always had um, the part of me that was you know, secretly calling my female martial arts students to gather and have a women's circle or, you know, <laughs> things like that. So the dedication and the, the self-discipline has varied over time. Um, but maybe, gosh, it must be 17 years ago now, I started yoga and meditation after I left the martial arts. Um, and that really started back more into what I would call more of the feminine practices of discipline as opposed to the warrior practices of martial training and road work running and, and jogging and sparring and all that stuff. Mm. Wow. Fascinating. What, what would you say, Dawn, would be the biggest change that you've seen in the 36 years that you've been on, the, on this path? I mean, what are you seeing now in the current times that might have changed from what it was in oh. the past? 
so, so much. That's a, this is a juicy question, and, and I'm so excited for anyone, anyone who's listening to hear this who has maybe not been on this journey so long. So back then, we, there were some books and there were some tarot cards and things out there and some psychics, but not many. And uh, we would literally whisper you know, to each other like, ah, are you going to go to the goddess? ceremony this weekend you know like that and um and i was a, a student of feminism in my university so i had feminist professors and you did not want to use the word goddess mm-hmm. because these were feminists who were trying to you know p- professors who were trying to get tenure in an extremely masculine hierarchical system mm-hmm. and they didn't want anything to risk their highly intellectual highly rational uh, academic mental masturbation sometimes <laughs> scholarly as uh, efforts to get secure that tenured position um, so that's so just the difference now I mean the word goddess is uh, it's trendy now mm. um, priestess is becoming more so that way we have the internet which has I have seen whether it's in the women's spirituality movement or just for women in general has uh, flattened the playing field so that many, many more women who have an entrepreneurial spirit can actually become successful business owners in ways they couldn't before uh, through climbing the corporate ladder, if you will. Mm-hmm. So for women, there have been some big changes in liberation. I would, sh- I would say for Western women, whatever country you're in, if you have the financial means to to do this. There's, there's more freedoms in, in many countries for us. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, the system of control on the planet overall, of spying, of, of the, the, the removal of our rights uh, has, has, is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that's very, very different. And simultaneously, there are so many more conscious, awake people who are willing to do their inner work, willing to look at their own shadow material, willing to really heal their relationships with themselves and others, and hold the light for the great awakening that we're obviously now in the process of. So the light workers are here and many, many more are awake. That's another thing I've seen. Yeah. yeah. There's more I could say, but those are, yeah, <laughs> those are some, those are some highlights we could say. Absolutely. And there certainly seems to be a massive paradigm shift happening at the moment with Mm. so many women and of course men as well, but especially women really letting go of those internal doubts and the self-judgment that you also talked about and having the courage to step forward and step into leadership positions. Um, What what for you would you say was the divine meaning or, or the hidden blessing in that seeming challenge that you are now facing in terms of, you know, putting together this online series and having to fully step into your power and having to face all these challenges that you mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's see. Um, There are a few. So one of them really is um, letting people be where they're at without judgment. And that comes from deep, deep work, prior to that with the Course in Miracles and Forgiveness and um, some difficult, challenging relationships. So um, it's not that, I, that this, this initiation alone has done that, but mm. um, 
you know, recognizing that not everyone uh, is in the same place and letting that be okay. That's one thing. Um, here's another thing that I'm, I'm learning is that managing all of the technology, and I'm not doing all the tech, but a lot of it, like I'm doing a lot of the writing. I'm still handling a lot of the little details among the speakers and um, being having a lot of screen time. It, it like hyper activates my mental state. And so if I didn't have a deep, consistent spiritual practice, I'd probably be like a little bit crazy right now. So Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, I recognize even more how important it is to touch the the physical earth with my bare skin every day, to connect with the earth, to ground down, double down into my spiritual practice, to eat well, and to really keep coming back to breathing from my heart space. It's like showing me the contrast. Like, here's what it's like when you're always in your head because you have to manage many, many things all at once. Mm. It shows me that extreme. So then it reminds me, wow, you know, whether I'm in this extreme state of like sprinting with this project, which is almost ready to birth or not, the value of coming back into my heart space, of grounding um, and centering in my body, of connecting connecting with my earth, with the earth and my skin on the earth is priceless. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I'm finding that myself as well. I mean, I, it's, it is absolutely crucial to be doing as much earthing and, and just coming down into your body, into your warm space. And ah, that seems to be the most important thing at the moment, really, with everything that is going on around coronavirus, for example, and all the news and all the bombardment we're getting from social media all the time. Um, Yes. Yes. Um, Would you, um, I might be putting you on the spot a little bit on this one, but I just wanted to find out if if there's anything that you'd like to share with our listeners about navigating the times that we're in, especially in relation to the coronavirus or COVID-19. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So let me connect in. No, this isn't putting me on the spot. I'm, I'm pretty good at riffing. Um, <laughs> these big, big picture topics are one of the things that I, I like to talk about. So mm, navigating these times. Okay. So I'm, I'm just going to feel into the audience who would be listening here mm. and feeling it's mostly going to be women. So sisters and the brothers who love, love them we must remember that we came for these times. We came for these times and we came to shed the layers, the cloaking of of our light from many past incarnations or, you know, incarnations, other incarnations in which we had to hide our light. Your light is most needed now and your self-care is most needed. Any notion that you are being selfish by caring for yourself is a misguided attempt to divert you. Self-care first that you may fill your cup in order to serve others in whatever way that is necessary in your life, whatever's showing up for you. Keep in mind and remember that we are actually in a global initiation right now and this inward turn where we are in lockdown at the moment that we record is a time of inward turning it's a very feminine energy Mm -hmm. it is likely that some of the deep shadows of your incarnational past and your current lifetime may be coming up for you to face so again underscore Mm self-care um facing our inner demons, our inner shadows, whatever they may be, are, may be, 
is really valuable at this time. Loving kindness to yourself, forgiveness to yourself. We were in a different consciousness before. We are shifting now. Our light is needed. And that means our love and self-care and self-forgiveness is needed. Honestly facing the shadows within ourselves, the judgments, the, the fears, the traumas, to the best of our ability is very important. Reaching out for help is essential. And then finally, I would say, please, please know that no matter what the darkness appears to be, the scariness or the controls, that the light is coming and it's coming based on our willingness to co-create it. So don't watch TV, don't watch the news. And I would say, if it were me, I mean, I don't, you know, these are like dictates, you have to do what's right for you. But if it were me, I'd say, I don't, I don't watch TV, I don't watch the news and I will not be vaccinated. Uh, because there is there is something really off about these um, promise to solve this virus thing. It's not to minimize that the virus is an issue. It's to say that there's a there's a, a hidden agenda going on that's very risky, and our light is much more valuable if we stay clean and healthy and do the practical things to stay healthy because we know what they are. They're not. It's not rocket science. Mm. So I feel like that's, yeah, that's what I have to say. <laughs> Thank you for letting <laughs> me share that. Wow. Well, certainly a very powerful message coming from you there. And I think a lot of our listeners will resonate with that message as well. So thank you for sharing mm. that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for letting me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, we've mentioned the return of the priestess a few times already, but would you please tell us more? What is the return of the priestess and how did it come about? Oh, this is, this is what was mine to do. And I feel like when it comes to sacred feminine power, we all have that which is ours to do. That our, our unique skills and abilities that we were, uh, came into this life with and then cultivated will eventually reveal what that is exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so the Return of the Priestess is uh, a series. It's a free online series. And I have called forth 30 priestesses, well, myself included, so 29 of you, because Emmy, you're one of them, yes. from around the world, priestesses, wise women, healers, and elders from six of our seven, our Earth's seven continents to speak about what it means at this time to rise and to embody our sacred feminine power because we need a new kind of leadership on this planet as we go through this transformation we are going to need something different. And that something is very much about the embodied feminine wisdom, not at the expense of the masculine, but in partnership. Mm -hmm. So Return of the Priestess is really giving voice to the priestesses who have been out there doing the work, working with women, working with men, doing our inner work to heal, transform, and to hold the light. And again, it's free online series. It starts, uh, the opening ceremony starts on Friday, the, whatever tomorrow is, Friday the 17th. 17th, yes. 17th. Yes. Uh, that runs all weekend. And then the, Monday the 20th, uh, the series begins and it goes for 10 days. And then there's an encore weekend. So you have access to 30, not just interviews. It's not just conversation. Each speaker brings an activation, a blessing, a guided meditation, an experience for you to actually connect with, transform something that will bring you more into alignment with your sacred feminine power. And truly, this has become 
a global feminine activation. I can see it already just in the 500 women who are in the Facebook group, mm-hmm. which is a fraction of the number who have registered for this. Wow. So um, yeah, so it's very exciting. We have thousands of women around the world who are participating. And I really feel like this is going to push the needle with when it comes to uh, women rising from the sacred feminine energies, not just from the old paradigm. Mm. Wow, I had, I had chills all over me when you were talking about that. Um, <laughs> super excited to be part of this um, amazing mm-hmm. online experience and very, very excited to hear the interviews and to, to listen to the messages and the activations from the other women as well. So thank you yes. so for, for having put this together. I know it's been a mammoth task for you. Yes. Yeah, it has been. And uh, I know it's, it's been worth it despite those moments of like, ah, I've got 12 <laughs> plates spinning at once. What do I do first? I have an extraordinary team of empowered feminine leaders themselves who are helping me as well. Beautiful. Well, wow, Dawn, you've given us so much information here, so much food for thought. And as I said before, I think your messages will be resonating with a lot of women, a lot of the listeners that find their way to this podcast. Now, I know that you also have an offer for for our listeners. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Well, first, of course, there is, and I'm sure they'll hear from you anyway, the... uh, you know, attendance at the event, of course, that's time sensitive, right? So, uh, you know, coming to Return of the Priestess, uh, you you can share that with them, your your link to to inspire them if if it resonates. Um, But also, uh, just for sort of ongoing at any time, I do have something I've put together called the Sacred Feminine Leadership Library. And it's a collection of audios primarily and a few... uh, downloads of a whole bunch of things related to goddess, sacred feminine energies, leadership with in the context of connecting with our sacred feminine energies. And um, that's um, just easy to find on my website. So yeah, that's another option as well. Beautiful. Would you mind just sharing the, uh, the URL for sure. the gift? Yeah, it's my name, dawndelvecchio.com, D A W N. D-E-L-V is in Victor, E-C-C-H-I-O.com. One word, dawndelvecchio.com. And it's right up at the top, easy to find. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that gift. Mm, thank you. Thank you very much. Great. Well, we are so blessed with having you here today. And mm, thank, thank you so you. much for all, all of your wisdom and everything that you've shared with us. It's an honor. Great. Now, um, all of our listeners, I really encourage you to log on to Dawn's website and, and take full advantage of her gift because there is a lot of wisdom on her website that I'm sure will benefit you on many, many levels. Now, to wrap up for this episode of the podcast, let's just briefly focus our intention on the beautiful positive energy that's been activated during this talk and really intentionally send that energy to everyone, everywhere on the planet. And to remember that we are all one. And the sacred feminine, the divine feminine is out there. And the more of us step onto this path with dedication, with compassion, with commitment, the more our planet will start shifting and changing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening.